Content creators, videographers, and photographers, you don't need your equipment anymore, so you can throw it all away. We're also going to be talking about the best way of getting into the photography industry, and are you about to be part of a massive police lineup? Stay tuned. Mark, you know I've got to do this at the beginning of the episode. So, no guys, problem. hello, guys. Just to say that if you enjoy the show, please make sure to support us by subscribing to our YouTube and Patreon channels. Please also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok, and all of these will be linked in the show notes. Uh, please also leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast apps, such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That's really important. And uh, with that, Mark, uh, how are you? I'm okay, Cam. I'm okay. I mean, uh, I've got a shoot tomorrow. I think you've been shooting this week. Um, but we don't need our cameras anymore. What's up with that? Yeah, well, yeah what's all that about? Photographers, videographers, content creators, call, yeah. call it whatever you want, okay? We don't need them anymore, Mark. Do we not? No, grab your cameras, think... grab your lenses, throw them all in the bin. Well, chuck no, them away might, or might, sell them. Might try and sell them. <laughs> No, I don't think you do need to send them because nobody else, they're not relevant anymore. No one's going to buy them. No, no one's going to want them. Don't go, okay. don't go, don't go anywhere to do part exchange. Don't go to your favorite camera store, say, look, I want to part exchange all my equipment because they're going to say, I'm sorry, we don't want it. It's valueless. Okay. It's got nothing. Brilliant. There is no Brilliant. money in it. I spent thousands on this stuff. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's, well, tough, right? You know, <laughs> um, there is nothing that, uh, there's, there's nothing you can do about well, why? it. Why? Why? What's up with this? Go you on, Cam. Spill the, the beans. You spent the money. I okay, spent the money. And, um, I'll just okay. cry into my pint. Okay, this is why this is why you don't need it anymore because I'm going to tell you a far easier way where you can take photos hands-free. Hands-free. Okay? Hands-free as well. Okay. You don't need you don't need you need to sound like some rubbish advert. I'm sorry. You don't need a backpack. Okay. You don't need that backpack anymore, full of your lenses <laughs> and your lens cloths <laughs> and your SD cards and your XQT XQD okay. cards. All of that nonsense. Okay. What's, what's replacing it? What's replacing okay. it? Glasses. Glasses? Okay. I've, Glasses. I have those. You put on a pair of really cool cool shades. Okay. Uh, a I real nice pair of specs. Okay. Okay. Who makes these glasses? And everything is built in. Ray-Ban. Ray-Ban. Oh, well, I've got so, I, I wear Ray-Ban glasses. How's this? There, there you go. On? Okay. So, you, you know, Ray-Ban have introduced a new Meta Smart glasses. Ah. Now, now, you know, let's be honest, right? Everyone likes a pair of Ray-Bans, okay? Because there's different styles. You yeah. Know, every, every, everyone likes Ray-Ban, don't they? Ray-Ban is iconic. Mm. But they have released these new glasses as of uh, September 2023. And this means that you can throw all your camera equipment away. Does it really, though? I mean, are we just taking the mickey a little bit? I mean, is really these meta glasses, the camera on these meta glasses, going to gonna surpass my R6? But in addition to that, Mark, though, but you can listen to music at the same time. You can take calls. You yeah. imagine how efficient you are. You're on a shoot. You're hands-free. You're talking to somebody. And you're taking yeah. pictures at the same time. You're, you're not picking up your camera. You're not changing your lens. You're not framing. You know, literally all you do is you turn your head. You think, there's my view. In fact, I want to go a little bit closer. You're, you're walking a little bit closer. Click, take your picture, take your video. You're just moving around. You're walking. You've got your glasses. You, you, you're wearing these these super cool looking sunglasses. Um, uh, what, what, what about nighttime? Sorry, I'm just going to throw that one out there. 
I've, I've not had these glasses yet, right? So, uh, be, we're all going to be wearing sunglasses at midnight. You know, we're all taking meta videos and stuff. And 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 how much do you think they start at these? Oh well, it's it's the first edition, isn't it? So you're probably looking about five six hundred pounds, something like that, at the least. Hmm. Three hundred US dollars. Oh, okay, okay. That's... I I overextended myself with the yeah. The and you know, and I I think that's I think that's really good value for money. Um, and also, what's going to happen is they're going to incorporate uh, AI into it as well. Of course. Um, so I th- I think all of that is just going to make everything. It's going to change things. You can capture photos and videos with these glasses. You can live stream with these glasses. Um, you know, and you can ask Meta AI. You can you can just ask a question. Uh, these are the next generation of smart glasses. That's what they're. That's what they're all about. Can it give you um, information about? I thought I read. You know, if you're looking at like I don't know the Statue of Liberty or something like that. So in New York, you look at the Statue of Liberty, you can ask the glasses some questions and it comes up on the lenses, doesn't it? Or something like that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, it, it, exactly. That's right. Yeah. It comes up with a, a, a range of AI options. I mean, you know, we know that AI, it, it is the way that it's actually going. We, you know, we know that that is what's happening and yeah. we have to embrace that. We have to embrace that as photographers and we need to be learning that as photographers, because mm. if you don't, we're going to, you know, we are going to get, we're going to get left behind, left behind. a little bit. If, yeah. you, know, if, yeah. you know, if we, if, you know, if we don't do that, um and the the whole the idea of these is that you know it says yes you can take photos videos listen to music make calls live stream live stream direct to facebook and instagram all without taking your phone or your camera out of your pocket yes the the convenience of that is great but is this where it's going let's be realistic here okay well first off i mean obviously we've been a little bit uh, cheeky with the way we've uh, introduced this story it's not going to replace my r6 anytime soon um <laughs> i think the r6 mark 3 is going to replace my r6 before these ray-bans will um and obviously the mark 3 is not even out yet uh, or even being made, I don't think. Um, but uh, I do have one, one massive issue with it. Okay, right. Let's let's hear it. Okay. I mean, I'm looking at these glasses now, I, and I don't, I don't as, have an issue with them at all because they okay. look incredible. Yeah, they do. They do. But what's the main difference between you and me, Cam? Uh, you think, wear glasses I, already? I wear glasses. That's absolutely <laughs> right. So um, I can't wear these sunglasses. Um, because I have to have prescription sunglasses. Now, I'd imagine you said $300. I'm sure you can get prescription versions of it, but then every time your prescription changes, you got to then buy another £300 pair of sunglasses. $300 sunglasses. Um, So, yeah, I mean, obviously I could wear contacts, but I don't. Um, So actually, uh, it's not going to affect me one bit because I probably won't, won't buy these unless they come down radically in price and they become you know, a staple within the the glasses, you know, proper glasses wearing community. Yeah. But isn't that the case with everything? When something new comes out, you know, there's going to be the early versions Mm. uh, of all of those. So yes, they will change. I mean, I think that's going to be such a given that because so many people do wear glasses now anyway. So they are Mm. going to have to um, introduce them with these with prescription lenses. And I'm sure they already do because, uh, you know, with, with a real big price though, I can imagine. 
Yeah, but the thing is, it, it's Ray-Ban, but the thing is, is, is people will... I mean, look at... Uh, come, come on, right? Yeah, Mike, I, I Mike, Mike you say that. I know, you know, you know the, the, the new iPhone 15 has just come out or something. I was with somebody yeah. last week who's, who's just bought a new one. Amazing okay. camera, you know. Um, and so people... People will buy it. People will buy stuff. Price is of no significance at all for a lot of people. Mm. You know, they they will just get. They will just go out and buy it. Some people are just gadget freaks. Some people like just. That's what I understand that with the gadgets. Spending money on. I understand that with the gadgets, and I've I've always had an iPhone. Uh, you know, I'm, you can buy a Samsung version that is is less expensive, but yeah. I go for Apple because I like the way Apple products are and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. And and yes, you pay for it, but I think it's worth the money. However, when it comes to something like glasses which is not it's it's not a, a nice thing to have you know it's a necessity it's not it's not an optional extra um and if this then becomes something that you have to have like you know if if, if you have to have it as part of everyday life like like smartphones you have to have a phone these days you know yeah it, 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 which is crazy i know there's some people who kind of uh, rally against it but generally <laughs> especially if you're in business for yourself you, you gotta have a smartphone um and at some point i will have to buy these smart glasses um uh, but it will probably put a premium up on my glasses where it's a little issue with that yeah i guess i mean i mean look that's all to come we're we're yeah. very early stages with all of this uh with all of this and mm. uh sort of by, do, by doing some reviews on this i mean they, they've gone down pretty well actually in yeah. the whole idea i mean i think they're they're going to be such a you know they're they're available they're not just available in one frame they're available in different styles as well and that's that's cool. what it's that's what it's going to be as well so you know i think the 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 uh prescription lenses are a given i think that's going to be um you know, going to happen, uh, you know, it, the fact that it's got not only does it record video, but records photos, but it's got a range of micro microphones as well. It's got five mics in it. So not only mm. that, you're going to be picking up really good audio as well. Okay. Not as good as miking somebody up. Let's not beat about mm. the bush there. Okay. Yeah. But it, it's got mics built in and they're scattered across the front and the sides of the glasses. And so they record 360 degree audio. Uh, what's and, your thought about, you know, Everyone now having a camera on their face. Um, what, what's your well, thought? On that? I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's a bit. It's a bit weird now that you know, especially when you're, you know, what I know a lot of sort of uh, music performers have issues with, you know, people raising up their hand with their mobile phones and their hands just recording the gig. Now everyone's just going to be doing it, and you don't know people are doing it. You know, walking around Tesco, someone's going to record you. Walking down the street, someone's going to record you. Uh, I know there's this little light on the edge on the end, um, but you know, it's if 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 you're halfway down the street, you're not going to see that. Um, what was your thought on that? Uh, yeah, it's a difficult one. That's a difficult one. You, you, you know, you're going to go up to somebody and say, "Excuse me, are you taking photos with your glasses?" Or, you know, yeah. uh, "Why are you looking at me up and down like that? Why are you looking at me like that? You know, yeah. are, you, are you filming me?" So, you know, uh, yeah, that's that, that's put me on the spot. That really, I mm. I don't know. I mean, that's going to be. I mean, is it? What what are what is the deal with filming people in public? There is no law against it, is there? Uh, no, there isn't. Uh, but you know, I, I'm obviously thinking about you know what some creepy people might do. Um, yeah, you know, just looking down certain areas and and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's yeah. a lot more obvious with a phone if you're doing that, and yeah. you know, you can bat the phone away. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that stuff is you know. It's worth considering. It is, it is a worry. I think generally it's a cool device. Of course it is. I do like my tech and I do think the idea of having, 
these sort of facts coming up on your on your glasses whilst you're looking at something like the stat lib or something like that would be really really cool would you know where i think it's going to be useful is for someone like me and i know where the opposites here but i don't like taking my camera on holiday i never take my camera on holiday i take pictures with my phone on holiday but i don't even like doing that Mm. mark i just i almost i just want to just forget about taking pictures and that's not good in the sense where of not recording those memories i I get that i do take pictures don't get me wrong Mm. but I think the sunglasses here would be just, you know, would be fantastic. It, it, and you know what? At that price, I think I'm going to buy a pair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm going to well, buy a pair. i interested to see what they're I'm like. Gonna buy, I'm going to buy a pair. Well, you know, do you know what? If they're a £1,000 or something, I thought they would have been a lot more expensive. I well, thought they I would did. have been about a grand. Yeah. Okay. I and did. do you know what? I'm going to put it in as a possibly uh, as a Christmas birthday. You're going to ask Father Christmas for I've got a birthday. I've got, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think, do you know what? I might do that. I might yeah. get, I'm thinking at that price, I'm going to get them. I'd be interested because... to know. I mean, the, the only other thing that does worry me, and going back to the glasses wearers thing is, and I know I've been a bit flippant about it earlier, um, but, you know, there are certain things that I can't do uh, because I wear glasses. So it, 3D glasses, for example, are a pain. If I go yeah. to a cinema, I've got to wear two sets of glasses, basically, and it yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. Eye diopters on cameras do not work for me. So I have to wear glasses when I'm taking pictures. Yeah. Um, mainly because I have a stigmatism, yeah. stigmatism in my eye. It's it's not you know basic short sightedness mm. or whatever. Um, so um, it's possible, and I know there are some sunglasses I I cannot buy because of my prescription because they can't make the lenses in that. So um, I I do think you know, and that might be the case with these. Now it might be that they have different styles and all that kind of stuff. And that might mean that you can do it. But I really hope, you know, if you are reading things in the lenses, I really hope that is available for people like myself who are, who do have a a sight deficiency. Um, Mm. And yeah, because it would be really useful uh, to have Uh, the the fact that everyone can record stuff and the the Pandora's box that that'll open when you don't have to hold something to record things is a worry for me as well. but generally, it is a cool gadget. I can't, you know, the the I can't I can't get away from it. It, it is it does look pretty cool. Mm, yeah, and I would like. And when you get them, I want to have a go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you know, I'm I'm, I'm just going to get them. You know, and uh, unless there's anyone listening here from uh, Ray Band, just uh, send us a, a couple of pairs over. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. a but. Um, but if you do get in touch, I'll I'll uh, I'll send across my prescription. <laughs> exactly, that's right. Yeah, there is that as well. Okay, good stuff. A bit of fun, but you know, yeah. but it also at the same time it's technology and it's technology moving forward. So you know, there the, the, you know the, there is a serious side to it as well because you know the, the, well, these are things that we should be embracing. I really mm. do. Be- I really do believe that we should be embracing all this new technology as photographers. We shouldn't be shying away from it. We shouldn't say, nah, it's a fad. Who's going to want that? Who's going to want We have to, we have to. Well, there have been know. fads though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 3D TVs in the house haven't really yeah. kicked off, have they? <laughs> no, exactly. But I think something like this, you can see it as being, um, you know, uh, it's feasible in my opinion to be used yeah. as a uh, as a tool and i think if you want to be a success in photography i think you've got to always have an open mind about these things and it links quite well into what we want to talk about next mark that does mm. but let's grab a drink first let's go and get a drink first righty. what would you say is the best way to learn photography what's the best way to get into the industry it's a really common question, isn't it? It's is a common question. It. It's a difficult one. And I think we've actually done it through different ways, haven't we? Mm. Um, I went more the academic way, and I think you went more apprenticeship, kind of learning on the on the learning job. Learning on the job, yeah. 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 Um, and it's interesting because there's a few things I want to discuss about this because, you know, it has 
worked out that um you know one of the lowest is it the lowest paid salaries after within five years of having a photographer's degree it's the lowest salary of all the degrees apparently yeah so this was a this was a recent news story here in the uk um where it was uh that they basically were saying about degrees that aren't worth the paper they're written on mm. and um the subject that offers you the lowest wage or people that are on the lowest wage five years after studying yeah. it turned out to be photography. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's also been described as a, a Mickey mouse degree. I don't like that term. Um, but I understand where it comes from. The reason I don't like that term is actually, you know, I did a degree in photography and I worked bloody hard for it. Do you know what I mean? It, it, if you say Mickey mouse, it kind of means it was easy and you breeze through it. No, I worked hard. You know, I did work hard uh, to, to, to get that degree and I was very proud of it at the end of it. So I don't like the, the phrase Mickey mouse. However, I, I, if, Career-wise, and I'm not talking about all the social stuff because actually university learning social skills and you know you're kind of away from home with a with a, with the safety net you know that kind of thing. It's a good sort of jump into life for a lot of people, and and I wouldn't and I met some of the best people and I still contact them today because of uni. So that bit aside, um, career-wise though, I, I agree. I think it's I think it's probably best uh, doing it the way you did it, Cam. Because although I enjoyed my degree and I worked hard my degree and I'm proud of the degree, did it get me my job? Would I have, would I have, because my first proper photographer's job was with Venture. I think I would have gotten that job without a degree, quite frankly. I don't think I needed a degree to get that job. Uh, yes, my portfolio was, a, was, was better, but my portfolio, I mean, I was doing architectural photography in my end of degree course, which is nothing to do with family photography, <laughs> which is what I now do. Um, so in that respect, it, yeah, I, I would have gotten the job anyway, I think. Um, yeah. I with think... the five-year thing, with the five-year thing, I mean, uh, about your salary and whatever, uh, I'm, I'm guessing there's a lot of things that have changed since I did it, just to mm. sort of clarify. I mean... My year was one of the first years that actually had to pay for university fees. I'm pretty sure I was I was like the first year, definitely the first year to get the, the loans rather than the grants. Um, and it was three grand um, a, a year. Now I think it's about nine grand a year, isn't it? So uh, for, for university fees. So obviously it's more cost effective when I was doing it than it is now. Um, and within five years, I was earning 20K at Venture. I was the head photographer at the, at the studio after I got mm. the job. Um, <laughs> Now let's first of all let's not let's not dismiss degrees altogether because I think you were sort of saying that uh, or you said that when you got your when you got your job at venture that you probably wouldn't have needed a degree. Mm. I don't necessarily. I wouldn't. I'm not. Let's not talk about venture necessarily here, but I don't necessarily think that that would be the case, Mark, because there's a lot of employers who want to take somebody on but they would prefer to have somebody who studied at degree level, regardless of which subject mm. it is, because yeah. getting achieving a degree means that you've stuck at it, you achieved a certain amount of knowledge and that you're able and that you are an achiever, mm. whatever you've achieved. Okay, it doesn't mm. matter. You, you you could have done a degree in, in, in physics or something, right? Or you yeah. could have done a degree in, I don't know, uh, uh, horticulture or something okay yeah. has nothing to do with photography but the mm. thing is is what they're saying is okay this person's proved himself or herself yeah. 
They work. Okay. Yeah. And 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 I think what university, I think one of the good things about university is I think it's good for things like, you know, you're having to do a lot of presentations to groups you're having mm-hmm. to put yourself into situations uh, of say moving away from home there's a lot of there's a lot of that that goes on that brings you know that brings you you out as a different person so the, yeah. the experience of university changes changes a person i remember i oh. didn't go I, I yeah and i completely agree that's why i said you know the people i met i did put all that to one side when i was saying you know i was talking career-wise only yeah absolutely i wouldn't change that i wouldn't i wouldn't go back and not go to uni I yeah. do it all again. Yeah, because it was one of the best periods of my life. It was great. That's right. Yeah. So, but I worked I mean, hard. Yeah. So, how many people do we sort of do a degree, regardless of what degree they've actually done, and have ended up um, d- doing the job that they actually did their degree in? I, yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's a huge percentage that haven't. My brother. Is a good example. He did uh, his degree in chemistry many, many years ago. Um, he's carved out a very successful career for himself. Nothing to do with chemistry, <laughs> but but it was a, his level of of education that got him into mm. the job that he first went that that, that you know that, that he got, and it had nothing to do with chemistry at all. And and I think that you know and and because of that because of the achievement that he had he was very academic my brother mm. and that's where that's it's got him to where he is now you know so now yeah. when it, now when we're talking about the specifics of a, a of a of a photography degree is it worth is it you know is it worth studying a photography degree you know in one word no, uh, no. i don't i don't think it is but i'm not saying you're going to waste your time or don't do a degree. I'm not saying that. If you think I want to go to, I want to go to uni because I want to study photography, you're still going to benefit and gain a lot from, from that, just from that yes. whole university. Okay. So let's. The let's whole university experience. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. uh, and like I just said, although <clears throat> I think if you want to, if, if you're just completely looking at having a photography career, career in photography, the best way to do it, I'd still say is the way you did it, learning on the job, apprenticeships, that kind of thing. However, I wouldn't change my time at uni because you're right. I think I came out a more rounded person um, living with people who I didn't know. You know, you'll get chucked into these halls and it's very much about politics and you learn about, you know, in some respects, Mm -hmm. man management and things Mm -hmm. like that, you know. And you know we're all young, so we all make mistakes, and that's a good yeah. learning process. Um, yeah, I mean, I was... I'm just saying this about degrees, by the way. I mean, I actually started my degree later. I mean, I because I did a foundation course after my A levels, and I took a year out to earn some money to then go to uni. So I was two years behind in that respect. And I think a lot of people do that with the arts. Um, I think photography courses are now offered GCSE level, which they weren't really when I was at school um obviously at my first course was an a level and then did the foundation course um all that stuff definitely do um and but then i think from there maybe apprenticeship and you know going to a photographer and saying look i want to i want to learn what you do because there's more to it than just taking photos isn't there um i learned a lot when i was my time at venture i mean primarily as a professional photographer but also how the business works you know, how how are we getting clients in? How, you know, all the different skills of it, you know, being on an exhibition stand in a shopping centre, doing the tele sales, all that kind of stuff I also learned before I then went and did my own business. Yeah. I mean, not, I, not on the job. I didn't learn that for my university degree. Yeah. And, and, and times always change. So things have changed since you did your degree and you left. Times have changed when, you know, I was 
you know, when I started in the industry, I, it, there was a period where uh, that was a period where there were a lot of jobs available in the photography industry. Yeah. And I remember, and there might be some people that listen to this that were aware of two photography agencies based in London. One was called Just Photographic Agency. And it was run by a lady called Justine, I think. Mm-hmm. And there was another one. And they were both based on Oxford Street in London, these two mm-hmm photo agency job photo agency so i used to be in touch with them they said look there's a job going here are you interested there's a job going here are you interested and i was flitting from one job to another it, intentionally i was going from one job to another it was and it was it was really good grounding um because i wasn't really fully aware aware of really what was involved in the photography industry i wanted mm. to be a photojournalist at school that's what i wanted to do photojournalist and then developed into getting into photography parents always tried to put me off from going into photography um they didn't stop me at all you know um but they were sort mm. of saying you know uh yeah, as any conversation a lot of people have with their parents but you know the, the, i was fortunate it was a, it was a, there was a time where there were a lot of jobs i remember there were a lot of cruise ship jobs going at the time as well and i applied um and i you know i can't actually remember what i got got a job on a cruise ship or not. I didn't, either way, I wouldn't have taken it at the time because I had other jobs. I was just applying, just sending out things. And then you know, I remember the British Journal of Photography, which still, I think, advertises jobs. It used to be pages and pages and pages yeah. of jobs. So I used to look at that and I got jobs from on the back of going into looking at the British Journal of Photography. So I used to go into W. H. Smith's every Thursday when it used to come out and I used to mm. read the job job section there and then I'd buy the magazine if there was a, a job in there that I wanted to apply for, you know. Yeah. Um and so times times were very different. So I was lucky because I learnt um you know uh, I learned on the job. And my my initial grounding was always it was always in uh, industrial commercial advertising photography. Then I met a wedding photographer. I had no intention of getting into wedding photography and I ended up going out with him shooting weddings for three years. I was just training. And then mm. he turned around to me three summers later and said, right, you need to go and buy your own camera equipment, your own Bronica and your, your, your film bags, your own bag, because I'm going to give you your first wedding to do. So I had a grounding of three years in photography mm. before going out to shoot a wedding on my own, which mm. is unheard of now as well. Mm. So everything, there was a grounding, but the, but the problem, I think the issue now that we have is that you leave, you leave university. So there's a situation you leave university but you don't quite know where you're going to go from university. And there is a massive amount of debt as well. There, there is. Know. That's right. I mean, yeah. You know, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm still paying off my student loan. And it's because, uh, you yeah. know, when I've, you, you, you're only eligible to pay it over a certain amount. And yeah, you know, um, that's right. Yeah. And so, uh, and, and I think that when you do leave university, it's like, wh- where is the helping hand to say, right, okay, you finish university, there's a job placement there for you. I, mm. I, I don't know. I don't think, as far as I'm aware, that doesn't exist. I know somebody that studied mm. at Manchester, I think it was, in recent years. He did a media degree there. Mm. Um, and I mean, a media degree is probably also quote-unquote a Mickey yeah. Mouse degree, which right. I say I hate that and, term. And uh, he's not he's not doing anything even remotely connected to that. And I thought being there, he would have perhaps had opportunities with the TV studios that they have in Manchester yeah. and everything. I thought, wow, that's a really good opportunity there. And I don't think it, you know, and I, I don't think it was. So, so what happens after that? So, let's just say though that your photography degree doesn't necessarily give you the best opportunities to get a career mm. in photography, even though you've been to university. What is the best way to do it? And and you and I both agree that it is sort of on on the job training because now so. now more than ever before there are so many different opportunities 
where you can learn photography, different specialisms mm. in photography. You go mm. to places like the societies and um, and you see the workshops that they have at their conventions, and yeah. they have lots of private workshops, all of that. You know the the you know the te- the teaching that I do as well. You know, um, you know, I'm, I've extended the range of courses that I'm going to be doing as well, and those are all good grounding for people to mm. get into the industry. Um, but I th- I don't. I, because you can learn photography uh, on the job. You can learn it on your own. You can learn it, a lot of it, through YouTube videos and everything. But studying photography as a as, as a full-time sort of study, I think, is a wrong thing to do. I think there is – I think people should be studying I, yeah. something else. And I know what that something else is, and we'll come on to that in a minute. Yeah, I mean, um, I, mean I would say I think there's a lot of degrees out there, not just photography, that you don't necessarily – go into that profession afterwards i of think uh, you know politics is 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 a you know politics degree you know you don't necessarily become a politician because of having a politics degree yeah. and i'd say yeah. law in some respects some aspects of the law degrees you don't necessarily become a lawyer you might work in the law but you know it's you're yeah. not being a lawyer so yeah. i think that's uh, across the board um but I think you're right. Time, times have changed a lot um, because being a photographer these days. I mean, you, you spoke about wanting to be a photojournalist and uh, being part of photo, you know, being a photojournalist. Sorry, um, and uh, you know, I don't think newspapers actually employ photographers on their books anymore, do they? I think they just use freelancers. And yeah, and, that's right. Yeah, they, they, I, I could be wrong, but I, my interpretation is you might have one head photographer there or something, and the rest are all part time, maybe zero hour or, or whatever it is. So. Science yeah. change generally, and you're right. There's not many jobs. When, when I got my job at Venture, you know, there wasn't a lot of photographers' mm. jobs even mm. back then, and that was what 2005. I got that yeah. job, so yeah. um, you know, that there's not because now really, um, and when I finished my time at Venture, you know, there was nowhere else for me to go unless I wanted to be like head manager, area manager, mm. or something like that. And I, I that's not me. I don't mm. want to do that. Mm. Um, so and there was possibly like you know you could be part of the maybe the creative team who teach all the photographers but it's like three of them out of yeah. a, a company yeah. that at one point had 80 studios in the country so you know and those people already have those jobs already filled so yeah it really is you, you, the, the the impetus now is really to become self-employed in a photography right, yeah because I and can, that, that's a massive change yeah and you're right there because you've just sort of preempted what i was going to sort of sort of say then in that there's a lot of people that are listening to this and saying I want to get into photography. You're saying don't do a degree. I get that. Mm. So the best thing to do is to learn on the job. But how do I find a job in photography? You know, where are all those jobs in photography? Where are the the big employers of photography? There aren't any like that. Not really. You know, they're all small independent companies and a lot of photographers don't employ other photographers. They're 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 simply independents. Yeah. You know, and starting uh, wages, because generally you have to be trained trained up to do what that studio wants you to do you know you, you are looking at minimum wage to start yeah, with exactly that's uh, right yeah but but you know but so so how do you get that experience how do you learn on the job how do you do that you know knocking on doors and whatever you know yeah. and um, and and it's interesting now because i i i used to get quite a few inquiries from people saying i want to get into photography do you have any jobs going okay i, I used to get a lot of those i've never thought about this until now and i'm actually talking about it do you know what? I don't. I've, I very rarely get that. I might get one inquiry 
a year now because what's happening is everyone is immediately setting up their own business yeah they're immediately setting up their own photography business and we know and this is fact we've said it before we did it we did a show on it recently where 80% 80% of photography businesses fail in the first three years. Oh, yeah. Okay. And five, I think, was it three years or five years? It's. I think it was three years. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it was three yeah. years. Okay. And now, and I think that's, that's, that's staggering in a way that it's that the numbers are staggering, but it's not a surprise. Mm. And, and it's I, not the photography side necessarily. That's the bad thing with these well, businesses. Well, you see, this is just it. They might yeah. be really good photographers, but this is, here's, this is the crux of it. If you want to become a photographer, then what you need to do is go and study business. Yeah. Okay. You need to know. Or you can learn on the job, as I say. Learn on the job. Okay. But also as, uh, alongside of that, what you need to be doing, I think is in my opinion, is you need to study business. Mm. You need to work out, you need to understand how business works. You need to understand, um, you know, how you get clients, how to market yourself. Mm. Okay. Um, you know, setting up an Instagram and a Facebook account, uh, is, is, you know, it's not enough. It's not no. the answer. Okay. No. It's, it's not the answer. Oh, I've got a website, you know, that you design your own website through some cheap website. Think I've got a website. And then what do you do? You sit and wait for all of these inquiries mm. to come in and what happens? Nothing comes in. You don't get a single inquiry. But, but the why? thing is you don't necessarily have to have a business degree or anything like that. I mean, you can go that route, I guess. My, my issue with a lot of, and, and I find this a lot with business courses, that, you know, it, it's very generalised. Actually, but Mark, I think, I'm going to pick you up on that. Yeah, I fine. Know, but I, but I, I, no, no, let me, let me continue and then, okay. and then then pick me up. No problem. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but like I said, when I was at Venture, I, I made it a point to, you know, learn how to do the telesales, learn how to go, go on the exhibition. You know, I, I remember, you know, p- people were needed on the exhibitions and all the other photographers were like, you know, put their head down and didn't want to do it. Uh, and I was like, no, I'll do it. I mean, it was nice to get out of the studio for a bit, bit of a change. But also I thought, no, I need to learn how to do this. Yeah. Um, and learning the different aspects of the business that I thought I was then going to go into because it wasn't so generalized then. It was specific to what I was going to do afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same with wedding photography. You know, if, if you had uh, a, a, an employee um let's say who's working for abraxas um who's like paye for example i mean i'm not sure if you do that or not but it doesn't matter but let's just say for an example i would yes i'd learn how to be a wedding photographer and watch what you do on the wedding shoots but i would also be paying close attention to how you get those clients in how you make the the because that is specifically for a wedding business yeah. a wedding photography business yeah um so that's why i'm not this is that's why i'm more f- um uh, sort of on the point of learning on the job rather than necessarily a business degree or a photography degree or something like that because actually you're learning something specific to the area of which you're going to do and if yes. it's a successful business then then you you take on those things maybe do things slightly differently perhaps but you're the the, the general basics of it you're going to do then you know you know it works so carry on with it yeah i I think it's sort of in amongst what you in in everything that you've just said then yeah we are in agreement but the the you do need to learn on the job and everything that you've said is right is soak up all of that knowledge that you can get involved in different things. Mm-hmm. And if, if you are lucky enough to be working for somebody on PAYE or something, then you need to find out how this business work, how they talk to their customers, whether it's wedding clients, whether it's commercial clients, how do they market themselves? You know, what sort of money do they spend on marketing themselves now? And I think if you can get into yourself into that situation, that's the, 
That's absolute perfection. That's great. And then alongside that in your own time, study a business course, whether it's a part-time course, whether it's something that you're doing online or something, but understand the basics of, of, of running a business, marketing yourself, understand the fact that you should have a budget every year set aside to market yourself. You know, yeah. the work is not, if, if you set up your own business, I've said this time and time again, and you sit there and you wait for the work to come into you, but you don't tell anyone that you're out there and you're not spending any money telling people that you're out there. The only person that knows about you and your business is you. No one's mm. going to come to you. It's no good asking yeah. friends to recommend you. It, the professional world doesn't work like that. No. And and in my opinion, the reason why these photography businesses fail is because these people don't have the basic understanding of how to run a business. They might know how to do their accounts and things like that. But you're talking about this is how I need to, this is how I need to market myself. I need to have budgets. When I'm at a shoot, this is how I need to react with a client. When I'm talking to a client, I need to create more work with that client. I then need to, these are the things, this is how to talk to a client. This is how to deliver your job. This is how you write, this is how you write an email to a client. This is how you correspond with a client. This is how you keep a client. These are all the things. And you know what? All of that, doing that involves an investment. So every time you do a job, part of the money that you earn out of that job has to get put back into that business, into some sort of marketing or something. But people think, well, I've set up my website. It's not costing me anything. You know, I've I've got an Instagram account. That's free. Uh, I've got Facebook. I'm not going to do boosted ads. I'm not going to do. I'm not going to I'm not, I'm not a fan of boosted ads either, to be fair. Well, but... no, Mark, the thing is you say this, but, uh, but again, my experience of Facebook was I don't know how to do Facebook ads. Okay. I yeah. don't. And what I mean by that is I can set up an ad and I can yeah. run it, but I don't know how to monitor it. I don't know how to do it successfully. So it generates inquiries. So for our wedding side of the business, I've had somebody now for the last three years who puts my ads together for me. He, um, uh, posts those ads out. He monitors what's going on. I can see inquiries coming in from those ads all the time because they're carefully targeted and they and and they're stopped at certain times and they're restarted at certain times. Now I'm paying for all of that. Mm. Okay, yeah. so in other words, but it's so, learning so how to do yeah. all of that, isn't it? So I'm investing exactly. Yeah. But as a photographer, you can't learn everything. Now my knowledge has taught me that. I can't be a jack of all trades. Okay. Mm. You know, if, uh, but I can, I, I, I know that I set aside money for my business to market myself. So I'm, I'm saying, right, here's some money to an expert who can do that for me, who in mm. turn is going to bring work in for me, you know? Mm. So, and these things have to be learned. You have to learn. And to be honest, you know, and it's too much of a quick fix these days. Everyone says, oh, I've, I've left university, I've set up my own website, and I've got my own business. Yeah. You're going to fail. You're going to be one of those well, businesses. The chance, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, there's an 80% chance, right, that you're going to fail. Yeah, that's right, because because you have to have that grounding. And, like the, and I'm going to finish off here, but like the society of today, there is no patience. They don't want to wait. They want everything now. And... And they don't believe, I don't think they understand the importance of, I've got to do this for the next five, six, seven, eight years before I start yeah. earning any money from it. Yeah, it, it uh, is true. It's it's a hard industry to get into. And But as I say, I although I enjoyed my degree, and I think I worked very hard for my degree, so I do not like this Mickey Mouse sort of mm, thing because yeah. I just, it, it says that, it, you know, you work for nothing. And that's not true. Yeah. Um, so... Um, mm. But on it positive, is expensive. Yeah, on a positive note, yeah, it is expensive. But on a positive note, um, 
you can be a success if you're if you want to become a photographer and you want to set up your own business and you want to do all of those things and you see a career yourself as a, a career as a photographer as a videographer you can do it there's loads yeah. of opportunities out there but just you've just got to work at it you've got to be patient and you've got to soak up as much knowledge as you can and don't rush into doing it if it means that you've got to get another job doing something alongside all of that while you're learning then then do that then do yeah. that but it's no quick fix but you can be a success if you go about things the right way and and give it time as well excellent stuff right i think i need a drink mm, definitely so cam um uh, i'm not sure if you've been uh watching what's happening today but apparently there's a possibility that we're all going to be in a police lineup goodness yeah, I know. So, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, really. Actually, I've I mean, got nothing. I've got nothing to hide, Mark. You got nothing to hide. Well, I don't have anything to hide either. But I'm not sure if I want to be in a police lineup. But so basically, let's just just to, to go into this. Uh, it's currently the sixth of October, and our government, the Tory Party, have had their conference. Um, and one of the policies that's come out with this is the possibility of um, our CCTV facial recognition technology being linked to passport photos that we've all submitted when we've. Um, sort of applied for a passport now um, basically they have all these images online it's all in a database so what they want to do if a shoplifter um, goes into Sainsbury's or wherever it is and they get caught um, on facial on their facial recognition systems our passport photos will automatically be run against that face so it is basically a huge police lineup of everyone that has, I mean, it's millions of people who have obviously got their passport will be part of this lineup. Um, now, I haven't given my consent for this. I'm not sure if I'm happy about this, but what do you think, Cam? Um, I don't have a problem with it. Mm -hmm. Okay, because... Do you not think it's a bit police statey? Not really. It, it didn't surprise me that you've said that you're not happy with it. Yeah. Okay. Um from knowing you and and <laughs> and the conversations we've had on this podcast, yeah. okay. But for me, no, I don't have a problem with it. I, I don't. No. I don't know because I've got I've got nothing to hide. If I, no, you, yeah, you don't have anything to hide. But do you not think I don't have anything to hide either? Okay, I mean, mm. it's not about that. It's it's really about that that the power that has been given. That I that I I haven't signed up to this. When I went for my passport, I wanted my passport so I could go through customs. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I could visit other countries. That's what this passport was for. That back in the nineties, it was I think it was the Labour Party. It was the late nineties. The Labour Party wanted to do ID cards, and it was scrapped because of the same thing. Yeah, it I was, remember that. Yeah, yeah, do you remember that? Yeah, I do. So I think I mean I think those ID cards were going a bit further. I think it was more than a picture. I think. I think there was other things involved. I can't remember, but um, uh, this is on the on on the on a thing to this. You know, it's too much power for someone to have. I think. I guess uh, let me put it another way for a moment. Okay, in in sort of agreeing with you here, where it can yeah. be problem because I've said I don't have a problem with it because I don't have anything to hide. But I've been into London and I have been caught out several times on the congestion zone. Yeah. Okay. Through. Uh, I mean, I, I I even actually rang them on the day uh, when I was, I didn't know whether I was in the congestion zone or not, because it was really misleading. You could drive mm. across over crossroads and, and one of the, two of those roads may not be in the congestion zone. Yeah. Right. Anyway, that, and I think that's really what happened. So I rang them and I said, look, would you be able to tell me if I'd been in the congestion zone, please? Because, um, 
I want to pay. Um, I don't want to pay unnecessarily, but also at the mm. same time, I don't want to get a fine. They said, oh, no, we can't give you that information. I said, surely you must know whether I've been into the congestion zone today or not. Mm. You would surely be able to bring up my car and my car number plate straight away and tell me. And if it is, then I'll pay it. I said, no, we can't do that. So I said, okay, right. Well, in that case, and if I don't pay, I'm then going to get, get a fine. fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, exactly. And then in the end, I might find out I didn't actually even go into the congestion zone mm. in the first place. Right. So yeah. I'm paying for nothing. Mm. So, and I also went into a bus lane. Okay, inadvertently, didn't realise. Yeah. Okay, you know, I've been done for that. Right, this these things happen. Okay, and this is where when you're being watched and you are innocent and you make an innocent mistake, there's no room for innocent mistakes. Mm. Okay, and, yeah. and 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 that frustrates me when mm. you, you you when you are a law-abiding when you are a law-abiding citizen. And you try and do the best that you can. You went into the bus lane. You hadn't realised you were in the bus lane. Mm. You know, you went into the congestion zone, all of that. And you didn't, you couldn't figure out whether you were in the congestion. All of those things are yeah. innocent mistakes. And I hear this happen time and time again to, to people that I know. They don't mean to do it. And so it puts you under pressure. It puts you on edge. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I had an issue with the bus lane. Actually, it was the venues. I was doing this when I was doing the Comic Con photography. There's a at this Comic Con, they said park outside the Comic Con, unload your stuff, and then go and park. That's mm. what we did. Yeah, everybody got done because it was a bus lane. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's you know you know what it's like as photographers. We, we have a car, it. we have a car, or a van full of stuff, yeah. uh, or blooming trucks and lorries as we go out in sometimes now, and yeah. um, with some of the bigger events that we do. And a lot of time in London, you can't park anywhere. You can't unload all of those things. It becomes unrealistic. Mm. And then you've got to go and try and park or something, all of those sort of things. So it just makes it difficult when you're trying to do the right thing. So I guess from that point of view, if they're using our photos, um, you know, as, as sort of, you know, for the, for, for the purpose of being able to identify everyone, yeah. you know, um, I, I don't know. I, no, I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with it. I just think it could be used for... Uh, so I, I get the idea why, why, why you know, this is... I mean, okay, so politics aside, I actually think having more police officers on the beat would actually solve the shoplifting issue more than this. Sort I, I, I mean, the whole shoplifting I mean, issue. For those yeah. people that are in the US, because that's our second biggest listening uh, yeah. audience for the pod, we have a huge problem, which I only found out about recently, actually. People mm. just going into shops... Uh, taking things, not paying for them, and they're walking out with them, knowing that the police yeah. aren't going to do, aren't going to do anything about it. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and shop, get quite violent as well. Yeah, and shop staff don't want to do anything about it no. because of fear of you know what is is it worth getting you know abused or beaten up or yeah, knifed exactly. as it were these days? It's not worth and it, it. And Let it is the corner the... shops and all those are all independent businesses. You it know, is. it's yeah. not a victimless crime. They're the ones um, that are hardest hit, really. Yeah. But of course, uh, the reason why I've had such a rise in shoplifting, by the way, is because of the cost of living crisis and people can't actually afford to eat. So it's, it, it, yeah, it, it's a nasty mess. And I, I just, and this is a response to that. I think it's a very easy response. It's a, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's a policy throwout. Um, I don't really want to get into the political side of it. I'm going to go down that rabbit hole and I don't want to. Um, but I just think that, they haven't asked my permission to do this. This is not why I submitted my photo uh, to, to have it used in photo recognition. This could then, if so, if they can use it for this, they could then use it for something else. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah. They can use it for, uh, you know, what What else can they use it for? Will it be, oh, yeah, you, you know, we saw you getting out of your car on this bit here. We're going to fine you for this or whatever it was because we got your face of recognition from your passport photo. Um, you know, I don't I don't like it. You know, where, where does it go? Mm. I mean, the thing is, it says here the Home Office said the government was committed to making sure the police have the tools and technology they need to solve and prevent crimes, yeah. bringing offenders to justice and keeping people safe. It said... Technology such as facial recognition can help the police quickly and accurately identify those wanted for serious crimes as well as missing or vulnerable people. And it also frees up police time and resources, meaning more officers can be out on the beat, engaging with communities and carrying out complex investigations. I don't think yeah. we're ever going to go back to seeing police. Uh, no, there's a lot uh, of spin you in know, yeah, uh, out, out on the streets and and in with the communities, it's just not going to happen. That would, no. you know, that's we're never going to go back to that 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 time. Which is a shame because actually that's what would solve a lot of this stuff. It would solve <laughs> it. It would it would solve uh, uh, it would solve a lot of it. But our photos, you know, are you know the thing is is I actually say, well, look. Don't carry a phone around with you if you're really that much, because the police can track. You're being tracked on your phones wherever you go, anyway. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Was, but that's was, not your image. Do you know what I mean? There's, it's it's about your image being used for something you haven't asked it to be used for. If you know, we're going into the realms of things like deep fakes and things like that. You know, if someone did a deep fake of you, Cam, you saw yourself advertising something. Um, how would you feel about it? You, you wouldn't like it, would you? No, I don't. Well, we, because so I your don't... image has been used for something that it wasn't supposed to, you haven't consented for. And that is what this is about. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure that that is, I'm not looking at it like this. I just mm. think that they, they, they are just straightforward ID photos. I never had a problem with the ID card. You know, I suppose your driving license is your ID card. You know, they, you know, when they yeah. say, I want if, to see a form a of ID. Yeah, I want to see a form of ID. And if you're not a driver, then you've probably got to, you, you've got to show your passport or something. Or credit you card. You know, or, or, or yeah. credit card. But it's got to have a photo on it, you know, sort of photo ID. You want to get into yeah. a club sometimes and uh, not that. <laughs> that doesn't happen to me anymore. Not, not, not that I've been into a club for many years and I've got yeah. no certainly not getting ID'd either. To go back into a club either. That's right, yeah. Um, so I was watching a program on Netflix. I can't remember what it was, but it was one of these true story documents documentary is a crime thing and somebody had committed a crime mm. and um uh and then he'd he'd killed his wife and he went out to go and get a pizza came back from getting a pizza yeah and then rang the police to say that he's come home his wife has been uh bound up gagged she's not breathing blah blah all of that you yeah. know and uh so he i think the crime was really easy to sort out because what they did was they 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 got his phone and his phone what it does it, it tracks your movements yeah. and it tracks your health stuff as well so he had mm. all of that he was a pharmacist okay and he had the mm. health apps or whatever the health apps right at home first of all they could see that his heart rate and everything while he was committing the crime had really shot up mm. okay and that showed that he was in a in a very short air, in a in a small area but taking lots of steps something mm. frantic was happening to him while he was committing mm. the crime and it was all there yeah. on his phone right but that's, now so in other that's words on his device though isn't it no, but his, his device, device is not really his device because we are all being tracked you know, yes no i, I get I, I get so, that but it's that they they are things that he has opted into, and eventually 
that that's yeah. that's that's no, no. Him up. but he opted he's, into those health apps he's, do you know what no, i mean no. yeah he opted into health apps right okay but what i'm saying is a phone can track you anyway wherever you are yeah. okay so he bought the phone probably not even aware well he clearly wasn't aware the police were going to use all of that right no he, no, no probably okay. not so he but he would so, have known but he no, no, no. So he got... opted in. So he opted in, but without being aware of what he was really opting in for. Yeah, but he still opted in. I now know. I didn't I... opt in for my photo to be used in facial recognition. I didn't ever opt into that. No, but the thing is, is no, yeah, but mm. you see what I mean. No, but people are opting into things. How many times do you? Do, do, how many times do you uh, have to read an agreement? Oh yeah, I, I right. know all you of that. I know all of that. don't even read it. Read into it. But, but you're opting to things that you've got no aware. You got but no my awareness. My passport yeah. photo was not ever mm-hmm. said to me would be used for facial recognition. It was purely for my passport. You see, again, for for me, you know. Th- you know, when they check your details, uh, when you go through passport control mm. and your picture comes up on their screen, it clearly does. That picture yeah. goes, that picture comes up on any passport office anywhere in the world. Yeah, but so I've, I've consented to that. Uh, yeah, you have, but... Yeah, I've consented yeah. to that. That's that's why I submitted mm. my passport photo, because I want to visit X, Y, Z. Mm. You know, you have you put your passport in that machine and then it, it does that photo mm. thing now with these newfangled ones, doesn't it? Mm. Well, I've consented to all of that. I'm absolutely fine with that. Do you know, it's just reminding me, I read a news story. This is Some people are going to find this interesting. You know when you go to McDonald's or KFC or Burger King and you go through the drive-thru, have yeah. you noticed that whenever you go, you pull up to order through the drive-thru, and there's mm. always pause. Okay, they don't they don't connect to you straight away, do they? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now I read. Now I I don't know how true this is, but it does make sense. Okay, that they use that pause intentionally to take a photo of you. Okay. Okay. And that photo is to for them to make sure that they're allocating the 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 right order to the right person. Yeah. And there was a story somewhere saying that are people aware that their photo is being taken? Now, I don't know how true this is. That's first of all. Yeah. I read this and I read it very, very quickly. So I'm not accusing anyone that this is what they did. So we don't know this is true. No, but but I've noticed that I drive up and I'm thinking, well, are they going to say something? Okay. Obviously they're busy and they're doing something. They've always got the headset on, but apparently there is a, there is a pause so that they get a photo of you. I would suggest they're actually taking a photograph of your license plate. Yeah. But have you consented to that? Well, no, and I know you I, like your no, McDonald's. No, I know but you I've do driven like into my, Yeah, but I've driven yeah. into my McDonald's to go to the drive-through, so yeah. there is obviously a system for them. And then I would expect that photo to then be destroyed after. What I wouldn't want is that license plate that McDonald's have taken to then be part of some speed camera thing down the road. Mm. Because yes, I drove into McDonald's and I accept that my photo can be taken in order to get my order right, but I wouldn't accept that that same picture was then used for something else. Mm. That's the concept. That's the yeah. difference. Mm. The power of photos, Mark. That's the what really this is. Okay. Yes. This, is, this is what this is all about, really, isn't it's, it? I mean, it's, some people it think, why are they talking about this on a photography bar? No, it is. It, it is to do with photography. It's to do with the image, yeah. and they're using our images and how you use your image, and yeah. what, and it's about consent as yeah. well. That's and right. it's very is very important that we have that power to consent attract- of what. Oh, yeah. being used for. We're tracked and photographed and videoed wherever we go. Walk down any high street, and you're being filmed. I know, I know this, and and, and and did you sign? Did you sign? No, I didn't. Down, I didn't. Do you sign the little piece of paper, Mark, that, at the beginning of every high street that says, "Yeah, I'm accept, I'm, I'm, I'm approving that I'm going to be filmed." I'm, you know, you no, don't. No, do- not at all. And 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 that that's, <laughs> I, I agree. And 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 
uh, you know, I am uneasy about that. We are the mm. most watched state in Europe or, or even possibly the world. I don't know. But mm. I think there is a some sort of, and that, yeah, that, that does make me uneasy too. But, you know, I guess the thing is, I know it's happening when I'm walking down the street, but, you know, let's do McDonald's in reverse. I wouldn't want to walk down the street, down the high street, then take my photo, facial recognition. I walk into McDonald's and I go, oh, hi, Mark Denson. How are you doing? Because I hadn't <laughs> consented Mackie D's having my image, you know. Did you see what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's where the image is being used. Mm. You know, what's to say that, you know, in, in future, facial recognition gets sponsored by, I don't know, Waitrose or something, right? Mm. And then they have access to these photos as well. I know that's a long shot and I know that's, you know, <laughs> fantasy and I get that, but it's it's essentially the same thing. And then I go into Waitrose and they know all about, oh, Mark's in, right? He normally goes for sesame seed bagels. Do you know what I mean? I'm not sure if I like that. However, if I have a Waitrose card and they track my shopping, that's fine because I've consented to that. Did you yeah. see? No, no, I get it. I get it from I get it from all angles. I I, yeah. I do understand it. Um, but yeah, it is. It, you know that that's the world that we live in. And as I said, it's the the power of the image. So yeah, you know, it is. And and, and of course, I, when we're all walking around with Ray Bans, um, you know, <laughs> whoa, specs, that's, you know, and I did have uh, a I did bring that up in that story, didn't I? Mm, you know, it's, right, yeah. It's, it's yeah. A, it is a you know, loads of people have my image, and what yeah. if then that gets linked to the passports? Yeah, it, it, you know, yeah. It, it, it's it, it, we have to be careful. I mean, I'm not saying this is necessarily a bad thing; it's all going to happen. I'm just mm. uncomfortable with it, and I think we we always have to question these things mm. because yes, as it, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, and I understand why this the good intentions are. We want to stop shoplifting. Yeah. There are other ways to stop shoplifting, like helping people, um, but. Yeah. Um, you know, I understand it, but it's just then where it goes. I get that, yeah. If we let it slide, then it'll slide for something else. And yeah. I, and I think, I, I, think get that. yeah. I think that's dangerous. Yeah. Good stuff. Brilliant. Thank you, Mark. Um, With that bombshell. There we Yes, that's right. Yes. <laughs> and uh, on that note, um, I'm going to go and order some, uh, <laughs> well, looking to order some, <laughs> some uh, of well, the new Ray Ban specs which went, yeah. and, and i'm going to chuck all my camera equipment away it's all going all going to go in the bin yeah. because it's worthless yeah. that's what i'm going to be doing next week all my camera gear is going to be gone mark okay very interesting in the bin but so and also when you go and do your drive-through in mcdonald's right and they take that photograph off you you'll be able to take a photograph of the person serving you exactly that's right yeah and i bet they won't like it and yeah because they won't know mark they well they will because there's a light on the end of the camera <laughs> yeah all my all my all the camera equipment that i've got well i'll tell going. you what you, you, you know your lovely new RFL lens and your R6. Yeah. Don't throw it. Just yeah. you know, no, my way, my no, way, I'm please. I'm throwing it, Mark, just, because it's, no, it's not worth it's it's not worth anything to you, Mark. It is. It's, <laughs> it's worthless. It's worthless, <laughs> guys. Thank you very much for listening. Um, please remember to subscribe uh, uh, to us on YouTube, and we've got video channels coming soon, and also our Patreon. Uh, please write us a review. Keep on listening, guys. You are the ones that really keep this show going, and for Mark and I to keep you a bit of company for all the photographers that are working out there on their own day after day. It can be a lonely world sometimes. This photography. Yeah. Yes, so uh yeah and if you want stuff. to comment on anything please comment you know um if you think i'm going barking mad over this uh passport <laughs> photograph thing then just tell me um i mean i'll <laughs> argue with you but you know <laughs> good stuff guys thank you very much for listening we will see you next time bye for Cheers. now guys